0: In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young children, catastrophically injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org.
1: You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey,
0: everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Buck Sexton Show. We are very pleased now to be joined by our friend Sean Davis. He is the CEO of The Federalist, which is one of my favorite sites of Federalist.com. Go check it out yourself. Sean pulls no punches, knows lots of stuff, a very astute and Feisty Fellow. Mr. Sean Davis, good to have you on.
1: Good to be on. Thank you for having me.
0: So as as we sit here discussing this, um, you no doubt saw that Donald Trump is now uh, on the hook for, I think it's almost $5 million because of this uh, E. Gene Carroll suit, civil suit in New York. He was not found liable for rape, but he was for defamation and uh, and a sexual assault, but not uh, or not rising to the level of rape is my understanding of, of how this judgment came down. I, I want your reaction to that. And, and then also, are they just going to are they just going to basically tie this guy up with lawsuits and criminal charges and all kinds of stuff in a way that makes a mockery of the entire judicial system? Like, what do you think the plan is here for the lawfare against Trump going into 2024?
1: Oh, however bad you think it is, I, I promise you it's worse because it's not constrained to Trump. Now, obviously, they're never going to leave him alone ever again, because they're using him as an example to all other Republicans that if you go off the reservation, if you don't stay where you need to be, we will destroy you. We'll come at you with grand juries in Georgia and New York. Uh, We'll have a special counsel at the federal DOJ coming after you. You will never have a restful night's sleep again. You will always wonder. You'll always be looking over your back, wondering if we're coming, how we're going to get you next. But here's the thing, it doesn't stop at Donald Trump. It's it's not like they're gonna get rid of Donald Trump and and somehow be like, okay, back to an even playing field, Uh, no more shenanigans, we're good. Just look at what they've done with J6. They are criminalizing opposition itself to to the regime. They're throwing in prison. I I think one guy for 14 or 15 years, uh, he never even entered the Capitol. He never even went into the building on J6. They're trying to throw him away uh, put him away for 15 years. So people need to understand, it doesn't matter if you hate Trump. Uh, this doesn't stop with him. The, the left is insatiable. They want total control. It's why they're coming after people's kids. It's why they're coming after you on social media. It's why they're censoring you. It's why they're throwing people in prison for a protest while letting their own people set fire to cities across the nation. They are criminalizing any opposition to their regime. And people need to understand it's not about Trump. It's about opposition to them. And if they can get Trump, they can get anyone, including you.
0: Do you think that they're going to try to not only press additional criminal charges? I have to keep reminding, it almost sounds so crazy when you say it, right? They're already trying to, they've launched, what is it, 30 felonies or something or 24 felonies in New York? The, The most absurd now, everyone keeps talking about how absurd it is. I, I worry that a New York jury, I mean, we just saw one New York jury find against Trump in a civil trial for which there was really no evidence. It was just someone said something and the jury believed this uh, this individual, right? Uh, I worry what the jury will do in the, um, you know, Trump uh, hush money payoff case. But there's also Atlanta where there's possible charges coming from that district attorney who said it's pretty clear it would be something about the election, maybe even racketeering or conspiracy to commit election fraud. There's some crazy stuff that's being talked about. And then there's a special counsel looking at January 6th and, and everything else. I bring all that up, Sean, because if, if they're willing to go to the mat on this stuff and just burn down the village in order to save it, right? Why wouldn't they try to throw Trump in prison? He has no immunity from prison right now. Uh, they're I'm sure they're
1: going to I mean they they sent the feds an armed squad of feds to his house which they had previously walked through and inspected with him raided his home uh, took pictures of it threw it on the internet went through his wife's clothes Um, yeah they, they want this guy and anyone who backed him and anyone who opposes them gone forever by hook or crook and you look at New York you look at DC you look at Atlanta there's a reason they're picking these venues and it's because the rule of law in these areas in these blue cities is dead. If you are a Republican, you are getting convicted. If you are a Democrat and somehow you end up being charged, you're walking away scot-free. I mean, just look at the, um, the, the situation with Michael Sussman. This was the, uh, the DNC and Clinton lawyer who was rung up by Durham's investigation for peddling false statements to the FBI about the Russian collusion hoax. They rolled him into a DC jury, which is where uh, the crime had to be charged because where it took place. And I think they acquitted him like in, in a day, if not in hours with one of the jurors saying, I don't even know why we're here. This is a waste of time. If, if you have the right politics, if you're wearing a blue Jersey, uh, you're safe in a blue city. Nothing will happen to you. You can throw Molotov cocktails at cops. You can burn down buildings. You can threaten people on a subway. Nothing is going to happen to you. But if you are wearing a red jersey and you're a grandma and you live out in the middle of nowhere and you showed up the wrong place at the wrong time, they will destroy you.
0: You know, Sean, I want to ask you because people ask me this question all the time. um, Well, What do we do? Given that we know what's coming, how do we act? How do we counteract um, this this plot, this strategy that the left is is unfolding right now? I think in front of us with 2024 ahead. But just hold that thought for one second, Uh, because right now I'm sitting here and yes, I have the my slippers on because they're amazing. I love my my slippers. But, you know, what was the first product that I ever got from my pillow, even before the pillows, the Giza Dream Sheets. I'm now on, I think, my fourth or fifth pair of Giza Dream Sheets. You know, I got a couple of beds and plus you want to keep them fresh. You want to keep them updated. The Giza Dream Sheets are amazing, ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, Giza Dream Sheets are at the lowest price ever, coming in as low as $29.98 with promo code BUCK. Remember, MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. So just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Special Square to check out this sale on the Giza Dream Sheets. Again, MyPillow.com, type in promo code BUCK, and you'll get the Giza Dream Sheets for $29.98. It's an amazing time to get yourself. Get like three pairs of them or get them for every bed in your house, plus you know a spare. You're going to absolutely love them. Super soft, best sheets I've ever owned. Um, all right, Sean, what do you think we do about what's coming? How do we mobilize properly just on the issue of using the law and the DOJ perhaps as a weapon in a election year against the Republican nominee who is likely to be Donald Trump?
1: I, I think it's it's going to be a. Uh difficult to pull off, but it's actually simple. And we have to go back to the Cold War to understand what has to be done. You you and I both grew up uh, in in the shadow of the Cold War um, under the uh, specter of uh, the Soviet Union nuking us. And the the theory that was used to kind of keep everyone at bay, to keep everyone from going nuts was mutually assured destruction. The Soviets knew that if they launched the first strike, yeah, that's fine. But before the missiles even landed here, they were gonna be obliterated because we had the ability to send just as many nuclear missiles over there as they had to send back to us. We also had a whole bunch of roving submarines around. We had second and third strike capability. So everyone knew, yeah, you know, if we wanted to, we could launch a nuke right now, but the result will be, we are gonna get everything that we love nuked. That's how you have to play with the left. They understand power and they understand warfare by other means. And unfortunately, people on the right, especially the Republican leadership class, seem allergic to actually fighting and doing things for the country and for their voters. And Republican leaders, whether you're a DA, or a mayor, or a member of Congress, or a a mid-level staffer in a Republican administration, they have to understand that until the left is made to feel the pain of their own rules, Until they suffer under the double standards that they've created for us, they will continue to press the boot down on our necks until we can't even breathe anymore. So I would ask uh, uh, DAs in red counties and red cities, why have you not indicted Hunter Biden? Why have you not hauled Joe Biden before a grand jury and indicted him? Because we clearly know that facts and law don't matter here. All that matters is power. The left is wielding it. And if the right ever wants to have its country back, if we ever wanna have the rule of law back, we have to start playing by their rules until they cry uncle. And the thing is, look, I I would much rather we have the status quo legally that we had 20 years ago, which is the law is what it says it was, you get a fair and partial jury of your peers, not a bunch of blue and on pink haired freaks in, in San Francisco or Manhattan, but we don't live in that world anymore. And Republicans need to understand that the world has changed. It's not 2003. It's not 1993. Reagan's not coming over the horizon as the sun breaks uh, to to come save us. Like we need wartime leaders who understand what time it is.
0: Up on the Federalist, there's a piece um, by, uh, I believe it's John uh, Davidson. The culture war isn't the most important issue of 2024. It's the only issue, and he goes in to make the case. What do you think about the the role of what we generally term culture war uh, for this upcoming election? What are the primary battlefields to fight on, and how do we win?
1: Well, I agree with John. Uh, I think the culture war is everything that that used to mean ten or fifteen or twenty years ago. That was code for abortion or religion, but it's not anymore because the left has gained so much ground that they are now infiltrating every aspect of our lives. They wanna ban gas stoves, okay? That's the culture war. It's them trying to engineer how you live. They're wanting to chop off kids' genitalia um, so that these weird Munchausen moms can get credit for having a trans kid. They want to shove nonsensical, ahistorical racist nonsense under the guise of critical race theory down the throats of our kids in school. They're taking over uh, college curriculums in colleges all over the country. They're wanting to change the standards for hiring things like doctors and pilots, which are two areas where, you know, I want the best person possible. I kind of don't care what they look like or where they come from. I just wanna know that they're, you know, not gonna slice me up and kill me or fly into a mountain. All these issues are the culture war, whether you have the right to defend yourself, whether you actually have the right to a jury of your peers, Uh, the border. These are culture war issues and they are everything because if you don't have borders, If you don't have laws, if you don't have the ability to raise your family and your children and defend them in the best way, you know, possible, you don't have a free country. And unfortunately, a lot of people in the Republican Party just want to wind the clock back 20 or 30 years and pretend that the only thing we really disagree about is tax rates. Like, that's the debate they want to have is how many tax credits should we have for corporations and should the top marginal rate be 35 or 36? Those days are over. What we are fighting now is a battle for the existence of society as we've known it, for for our constitutional order. And if people on the right don't wise up, this thing's going to be over before it ever even got started.
0: Sean, I want to ask you about some of the Republicans that it seems to me every Republican I talk to thinks is absolutely worthless and, and even despises. And yet they keep getting elected. So Mitch McConnell um, Lindsey Graham. I want to ask you how this happens and what can be done about it. We'll get to that in just a second, but everybody, how's your energy level these days? Because if it's dragging a little bit, you would benefit from the goodness of chalk. That's as easy right now as it could possibly be. Chalk is an incredible supplement company. They make the most effective supplements. They bring your energy levels back to an optimum level. Look, once you try chalk, you get all this boost and energy focus. And for, the men who try the male vitality stack, it boosts testosterone. Really remarkable. You got to go check this out for yourself. There's also a female vitality stack. If you want to optimize your biochemistry so you get the most out of every day, you need to try Chalk. CHOQ.com. Use my name, Buck, when you make your first purchase on the site and get 35% off any Chalk subscription for life. So go to Chalk.com. cho You'll get 35% off when you use promo code Buck and uh, your subscription can be canceled at any time. But that so rarely happens because people love these products when they try them. Chalk, C-H-O-Q dot com. Promo code Buck. And make sure you you try the uh, for the guys out there, the male vitality stack. Real boost in testosterone, which means energy, focus, mood. It's powerful stuff. Um, Sean, as I was saying, why I, everyone I talk to, uh, well, I should say everyone I talk to, people call into me constantly, email me constantly and and they're saying you know they complain about lindsey graham they complain about mitch mcconnell they complain about the rhinos and then i see that i go okay well people are complaining about them but these guys keep getting elected all the time lindsey graham's on fox news every five minutes like what do we do like how am i supposed to explain to them that as long as other republicans keep voting this way nothing changes
1: yeah it's really unfortunate especially with uh with mcconnell and graham who i think have both uh uh, outlived their their usefulness, at least in, in politics. You know, it, it's uh, it's discouraging to hear, but money and position matter, and the machine matters. I, I think we learned that in 2020, and we, I really hope we, we would've learned that in 2022, that when you control the money, and you control the machinery, especially in politics, that's like 90% of the game. I mean, just look what the left did with ballots. Uh, I, I don't think the country was exactly clamoring a status quo in 2022. But you go in, you find the right counties, you find the, the right swing districts, you throw in enough money, you take over the right election offices. And as long as you can flood it with ballots, uh, you're fine. So, so I actually think we're, we're facing some fundamental crises in government and politics, especially representative government right now, that, that's bigger than just the Republican Party. But Republicans need to understand, you gotta stop electing these losers. Who are content to seem to just open the border and then, I don't know, maybe start a war they have no plan to win or finish overseas, like they're both doing in Ukraine.
0: What is it with Ukraine with some Republicans where I, I understand, you know, right? For the left, Sean, we, we expect there to be the thing that they're all told, you know, whether it's masking or trans eight year olds who need hormones or whatever, right? They They go with what the herd, the hive, Tells them to. And Ukraine has become one of these things, right? Ukraine you're supposed to have a Ukraine flag up and people couldn't probably still can't find Ukraine on a map. Actually, all of a sudden, this is the most important struggle in the history of America. And I'm like, why? Um, but why do this is the, the Republicans that go along with this? I mean, this sort of ties into my previous question. Is it just because they want, is it a a donor cash issue? Is it a, they think it's the 1980s and we're just staring down the evil empire again? Like, what is this all about?
1: Oh, I think you nailed it. I think that's exactly what it is. Uh, A theme I keep coming back to is uh, people in politics not knowing what time it is. Okay, it's 2023. It's not 1985. The USSR is long gone. It was defeated. It fell under its own weight. We have a very different regime in Russia. Now, it might be similarly evil. I'm not going to argue that Vladimir Putin is somehow a good guy or that things there are awesome. But the Soviet empire is not the number one foe facing America right now. It's China. And so it's odd to see so many people who, who I once considered at least somewhat smart and with it Act as though it's still the mid 80s and we're still fighting the cold war no no russia is is a is a third rate tin pot oligarchy in in central in eastern europe and in Central Asia It's not this big behemoth with a whole bunch of uh, weapons just waiting to nuke us at any moment that's china it's not Russia that's coming in and infiltrating our universities that's China it wasn't Russia that let loose uh, a virus that killed millions of people and then covered it up and lied about it. That was China. Okay, it's not Russia that's coming in and buying off politicians, that's China. So like our problem here is China. That is our number one geopolitical foe. And the longer we busy ourselves with this nonsense in Ukraine, meanwhile, we're ignoring our own border. So somehow Ukraine's border is the thing we have to care about, but caring about America's borders is racist. You know, our own country is falling apart. Uh, Our military is led by a bunch of woke buffoons uh, in in the Pentagon, which is why Afghanistan was such a debacle. And yet we somehow think that if we're going to put all our energy and focus on Ukraine that we can take on China, we couldn't even beat a bunch of seventh century goat herders in Afghanistan. And it just boggles my mind how anyone with a brain can look at the world as it's constituted today and say, you know what? where we really need to focus our energy and our treasure is Ukraine. It's madness.
0: It, um, I, I want to get to the border in a second. First, though, what do you think? Because I hear a lot of um, people, I was going to say, you know, Tucker a lot on his show, but, you know, not hearing it these days, which has uh, pissed off a lot of people. I know you were a regular on that show. I used to do Tucker's show a lot. And we're all sitting here like, it is interesting that the most – prominent anti interventionist voice on the right when it comes to Ukraine has been sidelined, at least for now. Put that aside for a moment. Um, but, you know, I hear people saying, well, I don't like what has gone on in Ukraine to the degree that Biden and the corruption, and all that. OK, what is the what should the policy be, though? It seems like everyone. Well, I shouldn't say everyone. Most people seem to agree we don't put troops there. We don't fight the Russians directly. But then all of a sudden it turns into we're going to do a whole lot of other stuff that comes pretty damn close to fighting the Russians directly and hope the Russians don't notice. What do you think the policy, if you're going to have an America first Ukraine policy, what does it look like?
1: Well, I think that's an easy one. It's Europe needs to clean up its own mess. You know, we, we have been rolling in and fixing Europe's problems for about 90 years now. And frankly, I'm kind of sick of it. NATO anymore, uh, although it was envisioned as a way of hemming in the Soviet Union, NATO anymore is really just an excuse to fleece the U.S. So a bunch of socialist European nations don't have to pay for their own defense. So to me, the solution is easy: Europe, it's your own damn backyard. Fix it yourself. Police your own backyard. Police your own continent, and leave us to deal with the problems that we're facing here. And, and you know, you'll hear a lot of people say, "Well, if we don't confront." Russia and Ukraine, then China will take Taiwan. Uh, I'll tell you right now, uh, the same lessons apply. Taiwan thinks we're gonna roll in there and ride to their rescue. So what do Taiwan and Japan and South Korea do? They just wait for us to clean up the mess there and take care of it, because why get involved and spend your own money if the US is just gonna come and throw in its weight behind it? We relieve them of their own duty and obligation to take care of themselves by doing this nonsense where we roll in and we clean up their messes for them. So I would actually say the longer we're in, we're in Ukraine and the more we backstop Europe, the more Taiwan and Japan and South Korea will say, you know what, we don't really need to deal with China. We don't really need to confront them. The US will take care of it.
0: Sean, let's talk about the border in a second. Uh, I wanna ask you how, how much worse it can get because it feels like it's as bad as it can be, but actually everyone knows it's gonna get worse somehow. So we should talk about that. We'll get to it in a moment. But, you know, the right insurance plan gives you peace of mind. I know this. I'm a married guy now. Guess what? i got to have a will. I've got to have life insurance. It's just something you have to have in place. So you want to future-proof your family's finances by getting the right life insurance plan at the right price. Policy Genius gives you a smarter way to find and buy it. Policy Genius was built to modernize the life insurance industry. Their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $25 per month for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer coverage in as little as a week and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you and not the insurance companies. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find and buy it. Go online to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quote and see how much you could save. PolicyGenius.com again. That's PolicyGenius.com. All right, Sean. I, you know, I'm I'm hoping not to be a pessimist here. i will try to find the the upside of things. Um, but right now for the country, I do think that when you look at 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 policy and the areas where there's dispute over where we should go and how we should go forward as a country, there's not a lot that's looking good at this moment in time. Our economy's not looking good. We got this war in Ukraine we're talking about. Inflation is high. Um, crime in cities is still way beyond what it should be based on the numbers just a few years ago, but the border may be the single biggest catastrophe by the numbers. And by the reality, a hundred thousand plus people dying of fentanyl overdoses, people forget, Sean, there was something, I think in the early two thousands, it was like 10,000 people dying a year from all opioid overdoses. Now it's over. And I I know there's some of it is other drugs, but the fentanyl is 70, 80% and it's over a hundred thousand. So we've seen an 8x increase in this, plus the millions of illegals coming in. I mean, Title 42 ends this week. What happens now?
1: Well, we we go from a border that might still theoretically exist to having one that's been completely dissolved. And and this is being done intentionally. Uh, The left has decided that borders are racist, uh, that America is an idea and an economic zone, not an actual defined area with set rules of law. And, and they've just set about uh, dissolving the border, dissolving the rule of law, and importing as many people as they think will one day uh, be part of their party as they can. I mean, it's as simple as that. And, and I get not wanting to be pessimistic, but I, I feel like at this point in the American experiment, we kind of have to look at the body politic like a doctor would look at a patient who's sick. You need your doctor to examine you, Take your blood, look at your vitals and tell you the truth about what you're facing, whether it might be cancer or liver disease or heart disease or something like that. And I feel like that's where we are right now. We need to have a very honest discussion and diagnosis of the the body that is America right now, because if we can't even agree on what the problems are, we're never going to fix them. Uh, and, And so we need to be really honest and very frank about what's happening. We are being besieged by the left. It's waging its own Mao-style cultural revolution on every single front. They control the big companies, they control big tech, they control academia, they control the military, they control the intel services, they control the government, they control Hollywood, okay? So it's not just the border, they they are, it, it seems implementing the program that the Soviets tried and failed to do during the Cold War to subvert all of our institutions against us. And, and the right needs to wake up and, and understand you either have to take these institutions back or you have to build up your own from scratch because the way they are now, they are going to crush you. That's that's why cancel culture, uh, why the uh, obsession with political correctness is so important because the cultural power the left has is the power to destroy you right now.
0: Do you think that what Elon's doing over at Twitter, I, people look, I've been among them, I felt like at different times. Hold on a second. You know, the shadow banning is still very much whether it's the algorithm or, you know, there's some problem here with different accounts. I think your account has had problems. I don't I haven't seen your account. I mean, I follow you and I've followed you for years. But do you think there's a broader plan here to have a beachhead in the digital tyranny that the left has been able to get away with really here for years? I mean, how how do you see that? I, again, I'm trying to find some trying to find some uh, some positive moments here. I mean, could could Elon turn Twitter into something that restores meaningful free speech uh, online?
1: I think he could. I think he genuinely wants to, what what I have been told by people inside is that uh, the situation there, both staff wise and with the programming and how the whole algorithm and, and services coded are so much worse than, than we suspected. And, and the, uh, the analogy that I've been given is is you know they they're going to need to rebuild that entire algorithm, but it's akin to remodeling your entire house while you're hosting a big party. Uh, you can't just start from scratch, build it from scratch, and be like, "Ta-da! It's all done." You have to do it while still keeping it functioning. And, and people who I know are on our side very much have said it's just a really difficult problem. He's committed to it. Um, he's just got to follow through it now. So I, like you, I've been a critic, you know, I was banned for reporting on the Nashville shooting accurately. Uh, it, it took an, an act of our favorable oligarch over there to get me unbanned, but you know, that's the situation we're in now. We don't have free speech, the likes of which you and I grew up with. Um, we have various oligarchs controlling different entities. And right now we have one oligarch who seems to be somewhat on our side. So it's not ideal. I'll take it because it's better than having all of them arrayed against us.
0: I didn't even know about this. You were kicked off of Twitter for reporting on the Nashville shooting.
1: Right. Yeah, I was banned for, I want to say, the good part of a week for sharing a news story about the Trans Day of Vengeance that was planned just days after uh, went and decided to murder uh, three nine-year-olds and and three Christian staff at the Covenant School.
0: Why do you think... They haven't released, as we speak now at least, it's been over a month, I think it's gone on 45 days, close to that, haven't released this manifesto.
1: We we, we know exactly why. I've been calling it the tranifesto, because that's what it is. You, you have to understand that the left feels like they have to control the narrative at all costs. If they can control the narrative, they can control results. And the narrative they want on shootings is that guns are bad, let's ban all the guns, because people we don't like are the ones who own the guns. So... You know, that, that's that's generally what they fall back on. But here you have a completely deranged, evil, uh, alleged trans person uh, deliberately planning to go kill and target Christian children because of their Christian faith. Uh, we know what's in that manifesto. They know what's in it. And we know exactly why they're not releasing it. And it just fascinates me. We, it's, like you said, been 45 days since that came out. But they somehow knew within an hour, they found this new uh, Hispanic white supremacist who is posting on Russian language forums, uh, talking about libs of TikTok and Tim Pool. And boy, you know, it just shows how militarized, and radicalized these right-wingers are. They find all that crap in a matter of hours, uh, but they can't release this manifesto, uh, which we all know says what it says, which is that this transgender ideology is being weaponized Uh, And targeted towards Christians who have just had enough of this, this nonsensical ideology that you can change your gender because you feel like you were born in the wrong body.
0: Are they finally losing, you think, the left on that issue of transgenderism? Ha- has the, has the um, moment of pushback actually come where they're no longer advancing and they're in, they're in a meaningful retreat?
1: Oh, I, I think so. It's why you've seen so many states pass these laws uh, making it a crime to perform these mutilations on children. Uh, I personally think they need to ban them for everyone. Uh, you, you wouldn't allow elective amputations or elective organ eviscerations because it's just an awful, awful thing to expect from a doctor in a healthcare system. There's no reason we should be allowing it for for genital stuff, minor or not. But I, I do think this is one area where, you know, you, you can con people on little things for a while. But once you start telling them that this hideous fat man with a beard and a gut is actually a really beautiful, stunning, brave woman, uh, and, and actually, you know, we should be able to tell your kid to go chop their genitals off secretly at school without you knowing it appears that that was a bridge too far for the left.
0: If there's one issue, Sean, I was going to say, what makes you feel positive? But you know what? Let's just skip that. Sean's, in, Sean's a fighter, folks. Sean is feisty online. He is, he is a fighter in person. Um, a pugilist, I think we could say. You're a pugilist uh, in the ideological realm. So give me this then. What's something that you think people need to, on our side, focus more on and fight harder on? right now.
1: I think the best thing our side needs to do is just say things that are true. There, there is the great Solzhenitsyn essay, Living Not By Lies, that Rod Dreyer popularized, popularized in his book. And in it, Solzhenitsyn says the lie has to attach itself to someone to propagate. It's a parasite. It can't live on its own. And you would be shocked how subversive, how powerful it is for people to just stand up and say, I'm not going to be a party to this. Uh, Conservatives and Republicans tend to be generally quiet people who mind their own business. They just want to be left alone. They're not the ones going and protesting and having these, these idiotic riots, taking time off from work to go picket something. But they do need to start realizing you might not care about the culture war, but the culture war cares about conquering you. And you have to stand up, whether it's at your church, a school board meeting. Uh, at a store advertising nonsense, uh, whether it's on the Internet, whether it's at a baseball game, people need to stop tolerating lies. The best thing they can do for our country right now is to stop tolerating lies, because lies cannot exist without people allowing them to.
0: Sean Davis, everybody follow him on Twitter at Sean Davis and also uh, go to the dot com. Anything else, Sean, uh, anything else you want to tell people to go check out for what you're doing?
1: Well, definitely check out the Federalist this afternoon. We've got a big breaking story about the Hunter Biden laptop letter coming out in about 15 to 20 minutes here.
0: There we go. All right. Sean Davis, everybody. Sean, thanks so much, man. Great to talk to you. Thank you, sir. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull, Major Turnbull sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber. The complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes. Our nation's catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tonta Towers at T2T.org. That's T the number 2T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs.